Hey, it's Taylor. Hey, it's Chris. And this is the Annette Mother. This is episode one. And we're gonna... I'm gonna start that over. Because I did not like how that came out. (laughs) Um, And just say, like... I like that. I like how you started that. This is episode (laughs) one. Just chill. We're here. We're just rolling into it. We're here. We did it. already. Um... I cannot make eye contact with your video. (laughs) (laughs) Silently freaking out inside. Um, That's a big deal. I feel like a lot of people don't. I feel like a lot of it, and this is really the whole reason I wrote the book, was just like a lot of people see a certain version of us. It's the version that we allow people to see. And I try really hard to make it not as pretty and, you know, sugar-coated and filtered as a lot of people do because I like presenting the realness but I mm-hmm. feel like there's a n- letting people hear your voice which that's the one thing on my Instagram stories that I generally don't do because I do not like the sound of my own voice so I'll always put music <laughs> all over it so even if I'm talking now that you say that I did I do realize that I can't remember the last time I heard your voice on your Instagram yeah yeah yeah. So this is like, it's another level of vulnerability because I'm like, oh, wow, people are going to hear this voice that I'm not as in love with as mm-hmm. the rest of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. So that's something actually a, a lot of people at work are like, oh, I hate when I hear my voice on like screen recordings or something. And I was like, well, I plan to do something really big about hearing my voice all the time. Right. <laughs> and I'm just going to have to suck it up and deal with it. Um, but that's, I mean, that's the whole purpose of why I wrote the book is, you know, uncovering and unfiltering our lives. And um, I'm sure if there was a voice enhancement that I could put over this, I would try. But but also uh, your voice isn't just the way you sound. Your voice is who you are. Right. I know this out. is how people know me. I mean, that's exactly. how I sound. Like, it's just, I feel like I sound a certain way and everyone's like, no, it's just your voice. Yeah. I think I even texted that to you when we were doing the trailer and you're like I just sound stupid I was like that's your voice <laughs> you yep, don't sound yep. stupid it's just that's how you sound because yeah. um, you're not so, used to hearing yourself no no and um, so let's roll right into the inept mother and, um, kind of what it came from and without going into too much detail of the book um, I threw a tantrum one day because things <laughs> were not going my way and <laughs> that's basically what started it um and in the first I mean the whole book goes through where this idea came from but um I found out more like as I was going through you know I was pregnant last summer obviously I have an Mm -hmm. almost 10 month old um hormones and whatnot and but I feel like you and I have had the conversation before of just like are we are we even doing anything right like Mm -hmm. why are my kids acting like demons oh yeah um and the more that I shared the realness of life without filters, and maybe sometimes with filters, um, we got more, I got more people being like, no, the same thing happens with us and the same shit. Sorry, should we put a disclaimer on the episode that- I know, I was just going to say, can I say the F word? (laughs) We are labeled as explicit, so um, for that reason, because I just don't give a fuck. And (laughs) we're going to curse all the time. (laughs) We sure are. That's a- first t-shirt that needs to be made for the Annette mother yeah. f-bomb yep. kind of mom mm-hmm. um we should copyright that if it's not um I actually have a I'm 
Yeah. Know, I hate, hate the burst of bubble, but I do have Thank a you. shirt. But Jackie got it for me. So oh, well, that's on brand. <laughs> Fine. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, then that's where it came from. And it's just like, you know, again, you and I have the conversations. And actually, I said to myself, don't always say that you and I have the conversations before you get on this because mm-hmm. people aren't going to give a shit. They want you to have the conversation on the podcast, which exactly. is, I mean, like we texted tonight, our kids were acting like fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. And again, disclaimer, we love our children. That is not what this is about. Yep. We, you know, we wanted to be moms. That's a, oh, and uh, read the preface on the book that I wrote because I have a tendency to not read them when I I'm like I know I don't I don't give a shit just give me the meat give me the meat of the book yeah and the preface some good advice has so much information (laughs) from the author that you should read and I say that I've read how many books have I read I mean I thousand probably can't Um, even count I mean avid avid reader and I never read the preface and I rarely read the acknowledgments um, and now that I've written a book, I'm like, no, these are important. These are what the actual author wants you to take away from this book and to go into this book knowing. So that is a disclaimer um, to get ready for when the book is going to be released, which hopefully I'll have information soon. Um, Can't but wait. So excited. So excited. So Probably going to puke a little. <laughs> but <laughs> most definitely cry. Like 100%. Oh, 100%. Cry. I'll um, cry too. I'll cry for you. Uh, as a note to the the audience here, Kristen is a sympathy crier, a happy crier, mm-hmm. um, a frustrated crier. I'm the person that cries for every emotion, and then I get pissed off because I'm crying because I'm not weak, and I feel like that communicates a sense of weakness when I cry when I'm mad. And uh, my husband's just used to it, and he'll just keep yelling <laughs> through the tears. <laughs> um, but and again, I talk about that, and there's there's not many things I don't cover in the book. Even though it's a short book, it's only roughly about a hundred pages. Um, it covers a lot of high level things in my life that I just feel like. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, brief message from our sponsors: Don't hang up the call with your face while you're recording a podcast. um another note for our audience we record via our cell phones so i just face hung up on taylor while we were talking okay Um, we're not fancy yet we're not we're not bougie no Um, we aspire to be (laughs) we aspire to be bougie exactly and then we'll have a studio in the cottage exactly then we'll have guests with beanbag chairs i've got a whole vision so kristen lives in a very awesome house (laughs) she used to live right across the street from me and it's sad and she doesn't live there anymore but her new house is amazing and the views are spectacular and she gets to wake up every morning and sit on her porch and have this amazing view and drink her coffee and i'm so jealous that's right but i'm so happy for her because she deserves this view (laughs) we should circle back though we should circle back and talk about how we met yeah Um, so taylor and i when was it in 2000 and when did you guys move in 14 14 so we moved there in 13 so Mm -hmm. uh husband matthew and i um bought a townhouse right before we got married Mm -hmm. and it was on this cute little street that we call the stray lovingly called the stray Mm -hmm. and um 
Taylor was one of the people, Taylor and at the time, her, you weren't even engaged yet. We weren't even engaged. Because I walked over while I was pregnant and gave you guys champagne. Yes, when we got engaged. And then and that's gonna, how we met. And that, yeah. Well, not how we met, but that's how our friendship started. Oh, I pretty hardcore stalked you on socials after that yeah. and tried to find you because I was like, this woman is going to be my best friend, whether <laughs> she likes it or not. And I think we even had a discussion afterwards, like immediately oh, yeah. after we connected and said, we're best friends now and there's nothing well, we can do about it. Well, you have me in your phone as well. Oh, in uh, my phone, you are Taylor. She's still my girlfriend, Stover. Mm-hmm. And, and I have the two, two girls holding the twinsies. Hands. Yep, the twinsies. Yep. And uh, yeah, so love at first sight. And uh, mm-hmm. ever since three kids so five kids later five kids later yeah collective five kids mm-hmm. four dogs two husbands <laughs> a turtle and a cat a turtle and a cat <laughs> they they were brought into the relationship mm-hmm. um so was daxi i guess wasn't he yeah yeah starkey was there mm-hmm. yep yep um so that i mean so taylor and i have been together through a lot of shit um, yep, and there was times that months that we were not. T- I mean, we lived right across the street from each other, but life happened, and you know, shit happened, and um, there was a few months that you just don't. You know, shit happens. I've had so many right. relationships in my life where it's like two months go by, and you're like, "Fuck, how how was it already two months?" So many friends, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, you know, one of our close friends, Laura, who you will hear her mentioned many a time on the show when she might even be a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, most definitely. Well, I don't know why I said might. And Laura and I went to high school together. Barely communicated in high school just because we didn't run the same circles. I played basketball. She did drama. And uh, just didn't connect until almost five years ago. So crazy. And now we talk every day. So it's it's so crazy how things work and mm-hmm. exactly. intertwine. But uh, yeah, Tay has been through some shit. Um Mm-hmm. obviously the births of our first kids i slept at their house when they went into labor yep got induced because you didn't go into labor got induced yep. i wait, slept wait, wait, with our dog rewind. let's rewind though when Kristen had luna and i was pregnant with dylan my first luna is or uh, Kristen's first daughter first, right but, right yep so Kristen tra- was traveling for work right was it for work what, did, what was i doing oh but after were, lou after when yeah. he was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys watched mm-hmm. Lou when we went to California. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I had my first uh, mom type experience with Luna when <laughs> I was pregnant. And she was a gem. Like What a dream baby she was, wasn't she? So good in the guest room in my house. No complaints at all. She didn't cry. She was fantastic. She's, I'll never forget when she wanted to go to bed, she wanted to go to bed. Like sat on the stairs wanting to go to bed. She's, she was a dream. All right. She, she did that for so long. Even Mm -hmm. at like seven o'clock at night, she would wait on the stairs for Matt to take her off to bed. What a dream. Yeah. Sweet little baby. I know. And little did I know my first baby was a nightmare. (laughs) Kid slept in my bed till he was probably about four years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I started him in his in his crib and had all the best by, intentions. Like, yeah, had great intentions. And then by um, midnight, 
he came in and when he had his own bed he would come in on his own <laughs> and then I'll, and then when he's turned four we told him that you are four now and you don't need to come in my bed anymore and lo and behold he uh-huh. did not yes he did not and he yeah. still does not so let's run through the kids real quick luna or luna yes. remy and reagan are my lovingly sweet daughters so luna is my oldest remy is the middle and reagan is our little pandemic baby Mm-hmm. who is moving so much faster than the other ones. She just started standing tonight. She's 10 months old, standing. Get the heck out of here. Um, and then, Taylor, your children are? And I have Dylan, who is six years old. Corey, who is one and a half, so both boys. Um, and Rory, so Reagan's moving fast. Rory is moving <laughs> slow. Rory is refusing to walk. He can walk. That child can walk, but he says no. He crawls on, or I wouldn't even call it a crawl. He walks on his knees, and it is <laughs> frustrating. And um, but I'm still savoring the like baby phase because I'm pretty sure he's my last child. So I'm just savoring it and. Uh, just you know i don't want to push it but i'm like come on run outside with your brother <laughs> yeah Be now fun. we just have to walk around the house and follow ray yeah exactly um, because she just crawls everywhere but um i was just gonna say something else what was i gonna say oh i was going to say we discussed how important it is to read the preface of the book this episode yes. i would call the preface oh, of what like the inept mother is going to hold and contain and there will be options to submit voice bits i don't know mm, that sounds yes. dirty um voice messages <laughs> to the show and we'd like this is our plan the last you know 10 15 20 minutes of the show we would like to um, play the voice notes and kind of live answer or commiserate or laugh at your funny joke because um, y'all know that <laughs> Matt Williams is going to submit his little bits oh. in there and try and make it on. Um, oh, yes, he is. Matt Williams being my husband. Um, King of Matt is Matt is also our uh, personal photographer, if anyone, you know. <laughs> yeah, he one. took all the photos for our... I mean, the man um, is talented. So. I mean, not by choice. He was forced, so. <laughs> <laughs> he had no options in the matter. Um, he did it while holding a child, though. So, yes, he kudos, did. Kudos to Matt. Yep. Um, kudos to Mike, who was our personal hype man. Yep. We got a hype yep. man. We got our creative, our creative team. Um, Matt. All- yeah. Yes, he is a creative wizard and gives design advice as we're creating our notes in Canva. Hey, Canva, shout out. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so a lot of what we talk about in the book, what I talk about in the book, is just feeling unprepared for the just dealing with motherhood and parenting really i say mother a lot but it's it's parenting um yeah oh yeah our experiences you know we are in a um male female relationship so in our experience the you know we're taking on more of the the motherhood role and yes um the parenting the emotional parenting role um and that is and we work full-time 
Yeah. And we do crazy shit like start a podcast at night. Right. We should be resting. Um, So it's a lot of burnout and frustration. Mm -hmm. And I was literally sitting there today and I like, I don't know if I texted you this. I probably did, but I was like, I'm just so tired today. Like I, my eyes were shedding and I literally thought to myself, like, I am so burnt out. Like that's Mm -hmm. the, that is like the perfect word, like between Dylan's baseball, which my son is a baseball fanatic and that is his life at six years old. But we have like baseball is like three to four nights a week. Games are crazy. And then Rory is just needy Nancy right now. And it is. And I mean, I just work. Work is just I love my job. It's just so it's so busy right now. And it's it's great. I love being busy. I don't like being slow. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. being busy is fantastic and also just i mean i'm not gonna lie i'm consuming myself with this johnny depp case so <laughs> oh, that's exhausting me. <laughs> you're just so emotionally strong the on all levels of, the highlight of my night is watching tiktok scrolling tiktoks just to get a recap of the day de- oh, of the, the trial that day <laughs> the tiktoks I, i'm know. only on tiktok because my friend chelsea shout out chelsea um, sends me TikToks about <laughs> books that we like to read mm-hmm. and the uh, inspired TikToks behind them. Also, she sends me some really good uh, motherhood TikToks as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the mom talks are. See, I don't even know what this is. Like, I don't. Book talk. That's what I follow. There you is go. Popular books that are being read. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny. Though, we'll cause... have a whole episode of about talking about books, and I'm just going to force you to read. Please. I'm. I'm. For everybody's knowledge, I'm not a reader. I, I'm just, I just, I have to like, I shouldn't say I'm not a reader because I just, I feel like I don't give books a chance. You don't. But like, you don't. I'm going to call you out right now. You do yeah, not give books a I chance. I do not give books a chance. No. So you're down to... in Dub House. Also, reader note, most reader note, listener note. I feel like most people who are going to be listening to this know, but I refer to our house as Dub House, Williams, W, Dub House. There we go. Uh, Dub House is all about the, uh, and by Dub House, I mean me, because no one else in my house reads. Um, <laughs> fairies, fantasy, which I thought sounded stupid. I thought it sounded stupid at first. I was like, I'm never going to be into fucking fairies. Like, and literally, <laughs> sorry, dad, literally <laughs> about fairies getting it on. Like, whatever. Yep. It's yep. hot. Whatever. Very sorry, sense. dad. And my brother, if he uh, listens to it. Sorry, guys. <laughs> My sister, because I know she doesn't like when I talk about this stuff. Sorry, guys. Love you, family. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I feel like Twilight started it all. No, oh, one wanted, yeah. no one wanted to watch vampires and werewolves. And then we but, we would fight to the death on Team Edward or Team Jacob. Exactly. What were you? Well, what, what were you? I was Team Edward. Um, I, fun, I funny thought story. for a second you were going to tell me that you didn't watch Twilight. And I was about to just end this podcast. So I almost... <laughs> didn't watch twilight i didn't watch twilight until well first i think i read the books first you're welcome i'm i mean there's my book i did not read the books first i did read the books first and i was disappointed by the movies and yes oh yeah so i'm like i feel like i'm a total like cliche book movie reader watcher Mm -hmm. because twilight okay and 50 shades of gray 
that about sums it up. That's about that's like the book talk of our generation, though. Yeah, yeah. Like the two popular series. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. My Fifty Shades of Grey were worn out. They were worn out. I don't mm-hmm. even know where the hell they are there right now. But, um, no, I was like, vampires are stupid. Oh man. As being obsessed with Harry Potter, I was like, vampires are stupid. <laughs> and um, and then right before this is gonna sound bougie. Right before I went to study abroad in Italy. I was getting my nails done. It did sound bougie. And uh, I was getting my nails done with my mom. And we were, they had like Twilight on in the, like, where we were getting our pedicures. Yeah. I don't know. I guess this was a bougie nail place because who has TVs that have actually like play movies anymore? And uh, I got real into it. And so then, oddly enough, the planes on the ride over to Italy, we went to Ireland first and then. It stopped in Ireland. They had Twilight, and then I got real deep into it, <laughs> real mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, got obsessed. Yeah, everything vampires and werewolves. So, is it shocking that I'm reading about fairies now? No, no, really. No. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought the whole vampire thing was stupid as well, but not. I didn't read more vampire stuff i just watched it so like got obsessed with vampire diaries nope never got into that well when when i was pregnant with rory and over the pandemic i rewatched late seasons of the vampire diaries god damn you're committed and then i watched all five seasons of the originals and that trumps what is what is the originals i don't understand it's the spinoff of vampire diaries it's kind of like no i don't even know if if i would call it a spinoff it's i don't even it's their original vampire the prequel the prequel of the yeah but kind of because it's on the same timeline so it's just so about not the prequel. this family. <laughs> it's about the original vampire family. And Got it. it. Follows them, but yeah, I wa- I watched that all the way through. I started it when I went to visit Jackie, and Jackie's my oldest best friend um, of like 15 years. But she lives in Maryland, and I went to stay with her for a couple of days to see her. And we started watching the originals. I came home, finished it, and I started it again because it's so good. <laughs> You're like me in the office. Yeah. And yeah. Matt's always like, the office is so stupid. And then he'll sit down and watch it with me. And then he'll start laughing. I'm like, it's so stupid, Matt. Yep. Um, See, that's he... with me and The Flash. I watch The Flash over and over again. How many se- How many times have you watched the seasons over? The Flash, three. I've watched The Office ten times. All the way Stop through. It. How ten many times. seasons are there of The Office? Nine. Oh, my God. But people stop watching at season seven because that's when Steve Carell leaves. Um, you can't. You just have to muscle through it. Yeah. You can't. You just have yep. to watch it all the way to the end. It's, I don't want to talk about it. I'll get too fired up about people who start. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, um, Taylor and I are going to tangent most definitely on every single episode here. 100%. Um, there will be episodes we probably don't have a plan for what we're going to talk about. It will be, I will say this. It will be loosely based off the book as far as these are some topics we're going to talk about. We are not. Mm-hmm. We'll deep dive the book on some chapters, um, but it's mostly talking about how what I wrote about applies to kind of everyday mom life, everyday parent life. And it goes through, again, many of you know, some of you don't. I lost a parent and having to parent without her. And it was my mom and what life was like after that happened because you have this preconceived notion of 
you know, your life and having kids and, you know, what that's going to be like. And for me, that always included my mom. Of course. Um, that episode will probably be a lot of tears. Yep. And <laughs> it's just going through things like that. And then, you know, working full fucking time as a parent, because that yeah. is not how this shit was designed. And rather moms in the workforce specifically men i kind of think have always been designed to be in the workforce and working and bringing home the big bucks and uh that's just not what women were gonna do and um but we pandemic hit and like remote work or hybrid Mm -hmm. work came into Mm -hmm. play and unfortunately you know depending on where you live or I I could be just closed-minded and I'm just know what's going on here in PA but uh there's just wait list after wait list for daycares mm-hmm. and I have yet to give Rory the socialization that I've wanted to give him and he's a year and a half I mean yeah he has his brother and he has you know we do socialize him like at baseball games or we hang out with like, right it's not like he doesn't you ever guys see right right exactly so he he has and you know he has some some kids his age that we've exposed him to but it's not regular so it's I not like get, daycare yeah. right so I just get worried like because Dylan was in daycare since he was six no Day like one, four months old same yeah. as my kids yeah yeah so he always you know he was early to talk early mm-hmm. just very mm-hmm. smart in my mind so I always get like I'm and I shouldn't compare because each child two is different, different scenarios yeah right and exactly and it's two different um you know situations and worlds that we're in now so it's just I need Feels to like stop. a lifetime ago I know and I so I need to stop the comparison but you yeah. know like I said he's not walking on his own and he's a year and a half well, well I mean he can walk he just doesn't want to but it's so like I sometimes I worry about that and I'm like mm-hmm. oh my god did I do something wrong because I didn't put him in daycare and honestly, you know, selfishly, I'm like, I want, he's my last baby. So I want that time with him because I'll never get it back. And yes, I'm lucky I have my mother-in-law's retired and she comes to my house and watches my kids so I can work. But it's nice ha- knowing that both of my kids are here because I will never mm-hmm. get that time back. And time mm-hmm. is just flying. Like it's, it blows my mind. I saw something today on Instagram or Facebook. I forget what it was. But someone said um, weekends feel like they're like 30 minutes. And it's so true. It's like I took a quick nap and all of yeah. a sudden it's like yes. it's gone. And it's Monday again. Mm-hmm. And that's what we co- – I cover a lot of these things in the book. It's, you know, parenting through a pandemic. And, I mean, the pandemic was awful. I mean, so, so many bad things. Mm-hmm. But some of the good things that were – I took from that were I was missing so much time with my kids I mean you know yeah 11 hours a day oh yeah and again I go into more detail spoiler alert with the book but as we kind of got towards the ends of not the end of the pandemic because we're still kind of coming out of it but I was pregnant and getting ready to deliver a baby and I was Mm -hmm. just like I cannot go back to what it was Mm -hmm. I can't do it and so I took a job took a pay cut and I, my team is wonderful. Like mm-hmm. I could not have asked to move to a better team. They're so understanding of me being a mom and a, you know, parent and yep. just s- such a dreamy team to work for. Not that my last team wasn't, it was just the 
organization that I worked for was making everybody go back in full time. Right. And now I work remotely so I can just be there for my kids. But it's so going back to what you said about Rory and his kind of development, but even Luna and Remy, it was Remy had Luna to do everything for her. Mm -hmm. So she didn't develop as quickly because Luna was doing it all. Right, because exactly. She didn't need to because Luna was the big sister and she just took care of it. Yeah, which I'm shocked that Reagan's even doing anything because she's got Luna and Remy catering to her every whim. So right, um, but she is in daycare every single day, so mm-hmm. that's she's got the exposure and you know all the older kids and them the older kids the kids that are over one, right, um, mix in with them at the end of the day. So she does have that exposure, which all my kids. I mean, I think. Yep. Reagan was the kid we kept out of daycare the longest and I think she was two and a half months like that was the longest whereas I know like you know people who when I was in college we had a lot of study abroad not a lot a few study abroad students from the UK Mm -hmm. and they got full years off like a year could you even imagine that's insane could you even imagine like (sighs) I don't like I I feel like I would want that but then, like, I feel like six months into it, I'd. But we wouldn't know anything it. else. Exactly. That is true. That is true. Because with Luna, shit, at like six weeks in, I was like, I'm ready to go back to work. I'm ready to do this. And now looking back, having done it three times, I'm like, who the hell was that? You should have cherished all that time. I like, also think, though, it's like the mindset though that because you're expecting to go back at six weeks or 12 you know weeks you or whenever your end is right right you know that's when you have to go back so your mind is like preparing you to go back to work and to go back into that you know mm-hmm. eight to five nine to five job right and, and then come home to and Matt yeah be your mom he was like what's the dollar amount for you to leave your job what do I have to make for you to come home because he knows that I have issues with not bringing in money. I, <clears throat> oh, yeah. I yell I'm at the him same that way. he's not, his salary doesn't equate to his value. And I preach that all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's like when I took the pay cut to go to my current job, it affected me for a long time because I was like, no, I'm, I'm more valuable than that, which I know to be true, but right. the dollar amount doesn't equal the value. And so he was like, I know that it's going to bother you at first that, you're not bringing in money mm-hmm. and I talked about like freelancing and doing all that stuff right. and I can still like, contract and do all that stuff and bring in somewhat of money but also I'm like at this point I'm like shit I'll be home for my kids you know Remy's gonna start kindergarten in the fall like I'm I'm ready man yeah yep. I'm gonna take a hit on my mental like value and like right. trying to figure out and balance but I've got a lot of things in the works and that I want to, you know, I want to be an author. I want to write. I will not be writing any more real life. I will write fiction fairy scenes. There you God go. God damn it. But um, yeah, this was my, I never planned to write nonfiction. I never right. planned to write real life stuff, but this is just what spilled out first. That's mm-hmm. a lie. I do have a book saved in my Google Docs that I have started. And all my girls throughout my life who have read it. Shout out Michelle. Um, I'm just like, you gotta keep, you have to keep going. And I was like, no, 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 I want to. But then I got a new job. And then mm-hmm. I did something some always gets side gigs and right. some, you know, shit always happened and life always happened. Yep. Um, and it's still there. It's still waiting. I still mm-hmm. want to finish writing it, but it's just, 
took a backseat to life and Matt was like when you started writing your book my first very first book he's like you took on too much at the same time and that's when we got pregnant with Remy and into a life of a family of four and then mm-hmm. Reagan was like surprise motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know but you know how it is life wouldn't be like you can't even imagine life without them now it's exactly so, you just feel empty when one of them's not around I know um but well, this took another tangent I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about but so uh, we're yeah. talking about our nine to five which and, and the pandemic and how it's changed you know changed so freaking much how I mean, we mom anyway so let's do a little recap of the episode here um it was a lot of horse shit <laughs> <laughs> a lot of random but that's why, that's why you know um, we we have background to everything we say there's always right. a reason and a why to mm-hmm. everything we want to talk about because there's a backstory and always. that's i mean and again we're pulling back the curtain i'm doing hand gestures over here i'm not italian I'm doing hand gestures <laughs> um that was very stereotypical i'm withdrawing that <laughs> and uh <laughs> It's like pulling back the curtain. It's getting to the real, the dirty, the shitty, while beautiful, parts of parenting that no one talks about. And I won't say no one because I do feel like there's a lot of social accounts out there now that do present a really real spin on, not spin, a real view into their parenting. And, you know, how it's so hard. There's so many. That's some of my favorite, like, influencers that I follow Mm -hmm. on Instagram. And the reason I follow them is because they are so real. And I'm you can name... see yourself in them. Exactly. And I'm going to, yes. th- there's one influencer who I, Mike, I, I always talk about her and I, I always message her on it. Here's response to me. And I'm like, you are the sweetest, most down to earth, humble person. All right, who is it? And dropped a, it dropped a handle. It's Alexa Jean Brown and her and her husband, Troy have four four kids three girls one boy and they she was pre- I I followed her a few years ago but I really started to like get into her content when I was pregnant with Rory because she was pregnant with her youngest daughter Drew and I just felt like I related so much to everything she was saying and like her breastfeeding journey after she had Drew and just you know all her different posts I'm like oh my gosh like I just relate so much so and I feel like Rory and Drew kind of look alike too so it's (laughs) weird and I'm like gee I just feel like I'm so I can you see so much see my your life yeah Yeah, exactly so I'm Mm -hmm. always like I always comment on her stories and she like I said she responds to me and I get so excited and it's like it's like celebrity sightings yeah yeah yeah. but that's Um, but that's why I love like certain influencers because they're so real and they're so humble about them as you know as mothers or husbands Mm -hmm. or you know wives and dads and just sisters brothers parents whatever it's just that humbleness and real realness that you get it just makes makes them someone who you want to pay attention to right right and I think, do you know where she is, lo- like, located? She's in Arizona. See, and see, a lot of the influencers, for whatever reason that I resonate with, are from Canada. Really? I'm like, I don't know why I have a thing for Canadian moms, but, like, 
that's, that's my so type funny. apparently i'm now i'm going to shout out a influencer um her handle is diary of an honest mom and her name is libby Ooh. and she is just she's dynamite i mean dynamite also elise myers is one of my, oh my top God. Fo- like Hilarious. top followed i cannot cannot i think i list i just like go through make sure i caught up on all her reels yeah like i just can well Um, that's you you um when we were texting the other day because we've had lizzo about damn time oh my god the last like two weeks and months yeah yeah whatever but i mentioned that when that you know i guess i I would i guess you would say a parody yeah um and you said you mentioned her and you were like was it elise myers and i'm like (laughs) i've seen that one (laughs) <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. She's so funny. Oh, I love her. I love her. And she specifically had this one recently where she like goes through her high school crushes and how like her first celebrity crush was Lance Bass. And yes, the I saw that. was Clay Aiken. And yes. then her first boyfriend was gay. And yes. he responded. He responded. And I lost my fucking mind. He did like one of those duet videos. No, wait, who she... responded, Lance? Lance Bass. Oh, yes. I did, did see that. fucking video. I did anyway, see that. If if it's not clear, Lance Bass was my first celebrity crush. Um, I did not end up dating someone who was gay, though. So, well, not to my knowledge. My first, not to my knowledge. My first celebrity crush was, weirdly enough, Taylor Hanson. <laughs> that tracks. Which is also oddly what Lance Bass says. Now I'm just a stalker in that Elise Myers video um anyway we're supposed to be doing an episode recap right now oh yeah <laughs> tangent and we tangent again um so this is what it's gonna be like I can't even do a recap because we covered so many topics and I cut off this podcast twice while recording it once my phone died and once my face hung up on you okay. so um but I I we just hope this episode gave a little you know lays the groundwork yeah it laid it gave an inside scoop on who we are what type of moms <laughs> what women. to expect which is really just it could be a shit show it really could exactly be. just um, like just like we were just doing right now tried to recap and this boom. is yeah a conversation it is mm-hmm. not preaching it is not anything that's going to make you feel like shit hopefully Hopefully, it's going to make you feel seen and heard and just give you a safe space. And that's what we say in our trailer. And just makes you feel like you are doing a good... I'm going to start crying now. You're doing a good job. And that is the point of the book. That's the point of this. I can't even look Taylor in the eyes right now. We do a Google Meet so we can see each other while we're doing this. And uh, just a safe space where you can come and feel not alone not doing it Kristen's not crying. doing it <laughs> and we, that's okay uh, i cried the other day because i was just i'm just so happy that so proud that we just set set the goals actually did the dance thing regardless if we only have one listener um, exactly then that's that's exactly what we said whether we have one listener 10 listeners a thousand a million we yo goals we though, fucking real, did it but we, we did we yeah. got we we set a goal, we put our minds to it. We had meeting after meeting about this, yep. and we did what we wanted to do because this is like bringing our text to the table. And it's, it's it's extending the conversation. It's you know, we can always build a bigger table. 
And that's the saying, like, you can always build a bigger table. I love there it. There's always space at our table. And that is what we're doing here is just making space at the table, pulling out chairs, get ready to hear some crazy shit. But real shit. Always, always welcome at our table. And that is why we call it the inept motherhood. Two people, you and Laura both, were both like, is it the inept mother or is it the inept motherhood? Mm -hmm. And it is the inept mother. That's what the, you know, that's where the idea came from. But this community that we're building, I know it's inevitable because I know the people who have read this have already communicated it to me. The select few of you that have read it and gotten to see this before the world. Um, yes. This is, it. it is going to turn into something and it's going to be a collective and it, it's, it's going to be the motherhood of moms who are just parenting the same and not exactly the same, but we all feel the same. A lot of us are working moms. A lot of us feel burnt out, especially mm -hmm. after parenting through a pandemic. But we, we love being a mom at the same time, but not all the time. Like sometimes it, it's just hard and that's okay. And it's okay. And that's what we're here to communicate, that it's okay to not want to do it sometimes. And we're definitely not the first ones who ever said this. It's not like we coined the term. It's not like, you know, we're the first moms to ever be burnt out in the world. I know moms of kids who have more kids than I do and I'm sure they've gone through the same things what we're trying to do here is be more vocal about it and and be more inclusive because I think that's it we're not perfect no you one's know. perfect and no one needs we're to be perfectly perfect. imperfect it's where's that that emoji that has like the like baby eyes that's like oh yeah you know what I'm talking about yes I do I'll put it in the show notes <laughs> the little emoji that i'm talking about yeah you like how i did that and it's like i'll yep. put it in the show notes yeah uh justin long does that on his podcast uh, life is short with justin long shout out to justin long <laughs> he's definitely gonna read this oh also another celebrity crush was justin long love justin long he, he's a good um, one he's a good one i go for the skinny don't let dudes. us get don't let us get into i don't know oh my god <laughs> ultimate okay this is our final final, our final because we both agree on this one number one ultimate celebrity crush is daddy zach efron oh yeah i will fight to this is a hill that i will die on so don't <laughs> and fun fact me and zach efron have the same exact birthday same birthday but he's a year older than me not the same year same day same birth month and day <laughs> yes it doesn't make it more realistic for taylor i'm no. just putting that out there no our shot is even our yeah. shot is even it is anyway on that note i love you taylor love and you i too. love that we're doing this me too this is gonna be a fun one to edit so tune in we hope to do this weekly but you know shit happens so we'll see we have an email address the inept mother at gmail.com you can find us on instagram at the inept mother we are on facebook the inept mother please reach out to us email us dm us, slide into our dms <laughs> leave us some fun notes um it does not apply to my husband and you hear that Matt? we would <laughs> we would love love to hear from you we would love to share your stories and comments on the air um look more on our social channels for when we're looking for those voice notes from our lovely lovely listeners and this is so surreal. My God. I know. Just like even saying these words, right? 
<sighs> crazy. But we're Nuts. so excited. We're and so we excited. really can't wait for episode two. All right. Done. And that's a wrap. That was cute. I like that. I'm going to leave that in. Well, that's a wrap on episode one. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us as we begin this journey. Can't wait to see you back on episode two as we dive deeper into the inept mother.